You are about to hear real stories of the paranormal submitted by listeners. Ground yourself. This is Haunt Me. I know. I can't wait till Friday. All right. Let's mm. let's jump right in. So we've been gone for a few weeks. We needed to take a little summer vacation. Yep. Yeah. Um, but we are back. Let me see. We've done a bunch of shit since we've last all gotten together. Yeah. Brittany and I went to Savannah. <laughs> I could tell if you were like asleep or dead. <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> oh, whoa. Um, Brittany and I went to Savannah to see the... SummerSlam. WWE SummerSlam. How was it? It It was was awesome. Fucking amazing. We Uh, had like floor... Sorry, I'm totally interrupting you. Go ahead. We had floor seats and we were surrounded by children. That sounded weird. (laughs) (laughs) There were a lot of kids there. (laughs) But... But it was really cool because, you know, you like... I grew up watching like WWF and everything and actually like have the opportunity to see that in person. It's a lot quieter than it is on TV. It's actually extremely quiet. What? Dude. <laughs> I'm just picturing it like silent. It there's is. Like, well, there's like no background music. Oh, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Like, yeah. guys, boo. You can't hear the people that are like, the, the people that are like announcing it and narrating it like, oh, off the fucking. I don't lo- even think there was a narrator. <laughs> no, there are, but you can't hear it. It's like just narrating for the people at home. Oh, oh so my when God. you're there, you just hear the wrestlers like <laughs> throwing each other on the mat, <laughs> and it's just the and it's that and like a bunch of people screaming, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, it is. It's a lot like when it got to like the like the big matches, like you really like get into it because like even though you're like, oh, this is fake, you're just like, holy shit, this is so cool, dude. It was oh, like yeah. we um I was wearing my Austin three sixteen hat. Um, there was a lot of other people wearing Stone Cold Steve Austin shit oh, there. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. So there's that kind of like that... that Camaraderie. It's like. still there. <laughs> it's still there. But it's still very much alive. People, I mean, it was the most diverse crowd I've ever seen. I think that was really um, awesome and yeah. unexpected. Yeah, what else, what else happened? It ended in like... It was like very strictly like one and a half hours. And then it was like done. Yeah. And everybody laughed and I was like, okay, cool. This is this is the end. And it was Savannah, so we had been day drinking all day long. Yeah. And then we got there and then I think I ordered like two Bud Lights. It was like $24. I was like, mm, that's all we're drinking. <laughs> Damn. But it was worth it. It was fun. So the reason we're telling you that story <laughs> is because we stayed in that haunted hotel Yes. So we have not told Ashley about this experience yet. For and we did this on purpose for this podcast. Oh hell yeah. Okay. So Brittany, do you want to start it off? Take it away. Um. Yeah. So this was my second time staying at the Marshall House. Like I think we talked about before on previous episodes, where I stayed with uh, my friend Sean. Um. So it was exciting to go back. It's still like very weird and creepy. Like it's just it's very old. So after we got back from WWE. Like, Casey just completely just passes out, and I'm just like, cool, I'm awake. And I couldn't go to sleep for the rest of the night. Like, I stayed up all night because I think I was both, like, 
kind of too scared to go to sleep, but I also really wanted something to happen. Right. So I was just like, I'll just lay very silently in Listen. this bed for five hours watching HGTV on mute. Like- right. <laughs> so a little bit of backstory. Marshall House is one of the most haunted. It's in the top eight most haunted hotels in America. It's the number one most haunted hotel in Georgia. Yeah. Okay. I didn't feel anything when we first got there, but then as it got to being like around one o'clock in the morning and I was like wide awake, I was like pumped. Like I wanted something to happen and I just like very slowly kind of felt something like watching me. I just didn't feel alone. It wasn't because I was obviously with Casey. Right. But I was just like, I'm just watching TV and I don't like I felt like something else was there with me. Right. And while Brittany was awake, I kept, I was kind of sleeping lightly. I would wake up every once in a while and kind of stir around. And that's usually not like me, but I figured I'm in a weird bed, place I've never been, you know, slightly scared. (laughs) Um, But at one point during the night, I'm pretty sure you were asleep or, or you were sitting up in bed or something. But I overheard right next to the bed, I wasn't facing it. But on top of the nightstand, there was like these two glasses like that hotels will just leave out for you for like water. And um, it sounded like they started clinking together like clink, 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 but probably like eight to ten times like someone was doing it. And this is the first time I've ever like felt sleep paralysis and it was fucking real. (laughs) It's terrifying. Like I get why people are like right in about it all the time because it's terrifying. So I felt it. I wasn't facing that way, but I remember trying to turn my eyes were wide open i could see the ceiling i could see Brittany there i couldn't turn to look at it but it kept happening and i remember trying to like talk trying to say something trying i couldn't do anything and eventually i just kind of like shook myself out of it and i think i woke i like woke up or i woke Brittany up well i was i i remember it happening because i was uh, awake and i felt you like stirring like mm, you know and then like you did wake up and i was like Yes. <laughs> Can I help you? Yeah, I was just like, Ugh. but then the next morning, you said that you heard that same clinking. Yeah. So it's just wild because, like, as you were telling me the story, I was like, holy shit. Like, I was definitely like laying in the bed. I just like had my eyes closed. Like, I didn't, like, I wasn't asleep, but I was just like, I'm just going to close my eyes. And I heard what sounded like a glass going onto the counter, mm. but it felt like it was a little bit further away. Mm. But, like, we, neither of us, like, told each, we told each other, like, at the same time. Right. So, we both experienced, I think, something very similar. I think there's just some shit over to my left, like, mm. fucking around with the glasses in there. So did anything new happen with you, Ashley? Um, After our summer vacation? <laughs> you know, on, our, on my summer vacation, mm-hmm. I took a weekend and went to... A cabin off the Chattahoochee River. Oh, cool. With nice. a big group of girls for Devin's birthday. Yeah. And it was interesting. It, it was really fun. But, like, it turned into, like, a drunken blur for me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I can't hang anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened to me and how it happened overnight. But I literally would have, like, I'd get to the point where I was like, I am drunk. I'm going to have fun. And yep. then I would, like, set out and be like, what am I going to do now that I'm drunk? And I would, like, walk around and be like, I'm going straight to sleep, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, literally called it a night early as fuck on both nights. And, like, Maybe it was... we were just tired. It was weird, man. So I just relaxed, basically. I took <laughs> I took that vacation to sleep. And <laughs> it was really good, though. But 
I don't know. Virgo season's weird because, and I don't know if it is for everyone, but like my mom's a Virgo and mm-hmm. Devin's a Virgo. Mm-hmm. But Virgo season, I don't know if it's a thing to feel this way in Virgo season, but it's almost like it's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's yeah. not good enough. Like I got to make it better. I got to do better. Intense I got to be better. Perfectionist. You mm-hmm. know, I need to change this. I need to change that. Yeah. Right. I need to be more aware of this. I need to be, you know, that is not in my makeup as mm-hmm. a person. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I may be like, in a different way say it like yeah. i'm like oh better luck next time yeah or like <laughs> at least i'm a good person virgo season had has me all fucked up okay. but like it's like you know you're not where you're supposed to be right and maybe you've been shooting towards one goal for a while and then all of a sudden everything feels wrong yeah you know what yeah. i mean it's almost like whoa i'm in so deep on so many levels on with so many things but it just feels completely wrong now and it feels like you're you were shooting for something that's not even you Mm. and i i felt so like bad not bad i felt you know i didn't know how that felt i was like it's virgo season like it's gonna hit you hard and (laughs) if you do feel that way you're probably not wrong right and if you need to change something change it yeah don't be afraid and Lo and behold, right when we got back from the celebration, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was at work one day and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, you know, am I attracting the right attention? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Am I attracting the right attention from friends? Mm. Am I pulling a crowd to surround me? That's Am I pulling one that's supportive? Right. Am I, you know... And I thought it was crazy. I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly what she was saying. To, like, being, like, post-eclipse season and just, like, there's so many different planets that were, like, retrograde that are now, like, stationing Mm -hmm. direct. And, yeah, I think just, like, a lot's going on that is really impacting a lot of people. Definitely. Including y'all. Definitely. Yeah. Totally. But shit's kind of, like flying cool right now i was gonna say is it feel like it's kind of on an upward swing yeah okay that's that's good good. yeah anyway we have a story we do we have a story okay let's get to it okay so for everyone that is new to our podcast welcome welcome guys thanks for finding us um we are haunt me it's basically myself casey kitchens ashley wiley and Brittany taylor and we read submitted stories that people send in about their haunted house that they grew up in, alien encounters, like weird dreams and shit they have. And we just kind of react to them. Um, all the stories we don't read beforehand, so all the reactions are genuine. Basically, we're just out there to be like, yeah, we believe you. That sounds, that sounds fucking scary. We're trying to like create a space where we really center narratives that aren't really focused on in the paranormal field um especially like queer voices Mm -hmm. and like um poc voices that's something that we really try to like um center and amplify as well definitely so thanks thank you for listening we're gonna go right into a story from someone named katie johnson hello katie hi all right katie writes hi babes this is katie from good old peachy lathonia georgia (laughs) (laughs) love the podcast and all the magic y'all make here y'all are so funny and uplifting and queer and i'm here for it all also, Brittany, your laugh is life. Ah, <laughs> thank you. It's true, though. It's true. Y'all are sweet it's, about something that I have, can't control. It's so sweet, though. <laughs> oh, it's precious. a giggle. It's like a 
a chuckle. I don't even know. And it's I would, real. It's so real. It comes from like deep in your belly, and I yeah. love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can feel it rumbling in there uh, and it just erupts <laughs> right out. Right out. I think I have the same laugh as my dad. What? Yeah. Has, like, <laughs> I just has- imagine a dad like. <laughs> no, not like a giggle, but like how you say a giggle, like a full body. Like it like, comes. Because he, like, laughs with his whole, whole entire body. body. I love that. And he, like, laughs so hard till he get, he goes, like, hoarse. Recently, both my friend and I have been having weird experiences about major life events happening to other friends. I'm Katie. My friend is Mel. He's a Taurus, and I'm a Libra. This always seems important. Yeah. Mel's childhood friend recently killed herself. Oh. Oh, no. Mel and her were old drag buddies back in the day. He's been taking care of himself since losing his friend and doing a lot of self-care. He is the best at honoring loss. Seriously. A few weeks ago, he found an abandoned baby deer in his backyard. He did mm-hmm. a tarot reading about the deer and the death card appeared. Oh. In the tarot, the death card number is 13. In talking to his friend's mom, he found out what his friend he found out that his friend is Native American and her name was Running Deer. Whoa. The baby deer would also run in circles around the backyard. His friend also used to do track. The baby deer was rehomed with the rescue and is now safe and sound, in case you're wondering. Aww. Oh, my God. Wow. So there's lots of, like, synchronicities there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, wow, just like that, like, the energy from both mm. is just, like, definitely not a coincidence no. whatsoever. No, no, And I think that this story, uh, as it pertains to Native American, like, naming rituals... Uh-huh. This is important to hear because a lot of times you see in these paranormal TV shows this like they really fuck up Native American oh, narratives. Yeah. Totally, 100%. and they're really like this is it's cursed. Shameful, and there's man. A, they do yeah. a, you know lots of like really problematic shit that no one ever talks about. No one ever calls them out for that shit. Yeah, well, they and like especially with like Ghost Adventures, right? right? Like I think we were just watching an, a, a rerun of an episode recently, and he was like talking about like all this like pottery and and Zach was like yeah I think it's cursed but I have it in my house and I'm like well number one this is something that you stole on top of land that you've also stolen and now right. you're talking about how it's like cursed and like what the fuck right the the dude that mm-hmm. you were talking about um would steal they would literally desecrate graves to steal these things because oh they're called God. death bowls and they you place these bowls over the person's face yeah and I'm, I'm not sure which tribe it originated in or who else practices this but basically he would you'd have a bowl and they'd paint something like a face on it and then they drill a hole and your soul was supposed to leave through that bowl into and ascend into heaven or wherever mm-hmm. he would steal those bowls and collect them oh fuck that oh god so you know they didn't condemn that man on that television show where they should have that's the kind of platform that they're really fucking up. Yeah, well, I mean, he, like, he didn't even, like, they didn't do anything, and then they just continued perpetuating this narrative that is so harmful. And we have this one, like, uh, in my hand, this, like, beautiful story about being named Running Deer, and this deer showing up. Yeah. That's so In their backyard, cool. running around in circles. Yeah. So cool. Okay. Um, Katie, this is a great story. Thank it you for really sending is. it in. Back to the death card. His friend died on April 13th. Mel also had a motorcycle accident years ago, and if you add up the date, it comes to 13. Many of the numbers in his life add to 13, including his birthday and his home address. Oh, my wow. gosh. Oh, 
I'm not like the, I wish I knew more about numerology. Right. Um, but yeah, I have a friend who practices it and it just, or I like studies it and like really works with it. Mm-hmm. And there's just like so much significance to mm. the numbers. And so interested in that. Mm-hmm. Maybe so cool. if anyone out there is listening and is into numerology mm-hmm. and you want to take the time to send us some something about it feel free to do that we'd be interested my other friend recently was hit by a car on friday the 13th a car drove up the sidewalk hitting his wheelchair and knocking him to the ground breaking three of his limbs and totally wrecking his wheelchair oh my god good god asshole he's doing okay and trying to recover i did a tarot reading about what's going to happen while he recovers and the death card appeared again oh but inverted Mm. oh i know this doesn't mean he's going to die but it was such a spooky thing to see in the reading yeah. But also, again, the 13 has appeared. Well, knowing tarot, the death card just could mean rebirth. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. And I imagine if you were in a terrible accident like that, you really have no choice but to kind of like reevaluate and start over. Yeah. So, I mean, an yeah. inverted death card, that could just literally mean there are big changes ahead Yeah. for that person, you know? Could that mean like... <laughs> like literally your life's been like kind of thrown upside down you have to like completely start over yeah interesting um to say the least we were both spooked when we heard that we had this similar experience i was planning on getting a friday the 13th tattoo shops tend to run specials on this day and work the number into different designs but now i'm feeling very superstitious superstitious about doing so I'd love to hear y'all's insight into this number and coincidence. Keep up the fantastic work. I'll send some more stories soon, Katie. Cool. They should get the tattoo. Hell yeah. Have y'all had any kind of significance with the death card in your tarot? If that's not too personal to ask. Back when I was in high school or maybe fresh out or something, I was a part of this group of friends, which Casey, you know Mm -hmm. them. Um, And one of them, one of my really good friends, he decided to get a tarot deck one time. And I wasn't into the paranormal at all at this time. I mean, I didn't know anything about myself as far as spirituality goes. And like, I didn't know anything about my family history as far as spirituality goes and like paranormal shit goes. And I thought tarot decks were negative, Mm -hmm. like right off the bat, because I think I was fucking around with the Ouija board at that time, too. And nothing good came of that for me specifically at that time. And I was kind of scared of a tarot deck. And um, I remember Austin, yeah, who was a friend from our hometown, who was, I was really close to, um, passed away in like a serious car accident with another girl from our, our town. And one of our other friends was in the back seat and got his leg broken but lived. Um, the other two died, but it was just crazy. Cause one day we were all over at the person's house that had the tarot deck and, you know, he like brought it out and, you know, everybody's either like, fuck that. And like, just goes to a different room or goes outside. And me and Austin, the guy who passed away, we, we were with him. We were like, let's just check this shit out. Let's do it. Like, yeah. and sure enough, like he did Austin's tarot reading and he pulled the death card. Wow. And we i instantly thought it was terrible like i was like oh my god right why are we even doing this shit and alex starts reading from the thing from the little book and he's like guys it's not as bad as it seems it just means like a rebirth like something's gonna change 
yeah. you know, and it said something I remember specifically because when, you know, after he died and everything happened, I thought of the death card and like the tarot reading he had. And I was thinking of all these negative things about it. And I was like, how dare something like this project a future like or predict the future like for something that's so terrible. I was like, this is shit. But I remember it like was ringing in my head about the card said um, something is going like uh, something happening that's going to affect everyone, you know, mm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it specifically said that type of thing it better, like more beautifully right. said, of sure. course, you know, tarot cards can just like have like two words and it <laughs> means so much, right. Right. but it basically said that like, it was like, you know, rebirth, a new start, like this and that. A, a coming to an end of an age oh, wow. you know oh, that yeah. like coming to yeah. an end of an age yeah um something a, a life-altering event for everyone you know wow. and all this and we're like what the fuck and me and the guy who's reading his tarot were like fuck is he gonna die like this and that and he f- died yeah and it's like i don't know i can't tell you how long after it was sure. after that i don't know yeah and, you know, I got a reading from him that same day. And, you know, I got the devil card and thought the same shit. Like, this yeah. shit is fucked up. Oh, yeah. Um, so, that's, as far as the death card goes, you know, I've had it in that instance. Right. Where it was just too perfect. You know what I mean? Right. But also, my friend, I'm not going to name them because I don't want to call them out. They regularly get the death card. And I mean, really? regularly within every spread. Wow. And they don't even do tarot. They just get their tarot done by me, by their other really good friend. And they get the death card every single time. And they keep giving tarot a chance. Yeah. And they're one of those people that are deeply affected, not by tarot itself, but just like by someone reading you like that yeah Yeah. you know like a tarot reading can be depending on who you are it's very intimate it could yeah Yeah, it's extreme and they're always super affected by it no even if it's good but so they over and over like i don't want a reading i don't want a tarot reading i'm gonna get the fucking death card again and i swear you know for them personally it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with actual death the death card could be could mean so many things. Yeah. But it's like I feel like rebirth is huge and when yeah. I get it for myself mm-hmm. I try not to freak out because it's yeah. usually right in the fact that something's changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. I just went on a tangent about no. the death card. Okay. But that's what they I'm wanted. Like <laughs> yeah, so I wore this uh piece of black tourmaline around my neck for a year that I got at this um crystal shop up here in Atlanta and I grew so close to it that, like, honestly, every time, like, I could feel somebody with, like, negative, like, with negative energy, I would just, like, instinctively, like, go to, like, because it it. was, yeah, I put it, like, tighter around my neck to put it over my throat chakra. Um, I just realized what necklace you're talking about. Yeah. And I'm appalled. I know. And I (laughs) wear it every day. I, well, I mean, it was, like, tied and it was just, like, you know, it stayed there every day. For like over a year and I grew really close to it and I could actually like feel it like and it kind of like kept me to be like more conscious about like um, 
the things that I say, the space that I take up, things like that. And then also to like make sure that like if somebody, like if I'm interacting with somebody, if they're like having negative like communications with me, for me to be like very strong and more strict about my own boundaries. Boundaries. Um, Because for a minute I was kind of struggling with that. And um, yeah, it finally like fell off when I was at an academic conference recently. And it's just like, it, to me, the story is just like so funny because it's like almost like weirdly ser- serendipitous because I was at this conference that I didn't really want, like I don't like going to academic conferences. Like I'm a grad student. It, these are these like kind of, I think, bullshit ways of like having to interact that are very forced and it's very performative and it's fake and that's just not me. And so... I was at this like meetup and I was with Casey at a bar and I was surrounded by all of these academics and then all of a sudden it just like fell like it just like you know and it oh but it God. felt I'm and it, freaking out it felt very <laughs> weird like a good weird because I was release. like yeah it oh felt like an amazing God. release I was hoping you were gonna because say you that. know how much I was like been sitting like in that piece for over a year a yeah. long time yeah and it happened it when was I done was, with you it was and I was like and I also was like I think done with it because I was like (laughs) (laughs) I'm screaming yeah well I mean like here I am like at this conference I've recently like made huge decisions with like what I want to do with like my life once I graduate and I'm sitting around all these people that I'm like I don't give a fuck what they think about me and like the things like you have made your boundaries bitch yeah (laughs) and I was just like wow and it was just so nice because I was like I don't think I thought I, I was so nervous that it was going to fall off and I wasn't ever going to be able to like have that like closing like good you know goodbye moment with that crystal and I'm so happy that I did mm-hmm. as like ridiculous as this might sound to people but I'm very close to it mm-hmm. and I mean I still have it it's in my purse with my other crystals because I'm just like well, I don't want to get rid of it I'm, I'm not going to throw it away what are you going to do with it I don't know but just I just like buy just, another string well no I think I'm going to get another crystal Ashley's like hell no yeah oh it's done with her yeah that's it i mean that was that's kind of the, the crystal purpose. rule well i mean last year when i bought it i was with my friend at phoenix and <laughs> it's dragon like a band name we could First start a rule fucking of crystals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they leave you it's over <laughs> that sounds like a dating no going back. Club. yeah like, <laughs> the crystal's done with you they're not calling you tomorrow goodbye move on to a new crystal <laughs> crystal rule sounds like a lesbian author whoa yeah. whoa yeah <laughs> She writes like Harlequin romances. Yes. <laughs> but anyways, that's my like crystal my update. <laughs> well, I think kidding. it just like kind of goes with like, I think it goes with like everything, like with the story, the things we've been talking about today. Like it's just now like we all survived eclipse season and there has been so much heartache yeah. happening. Like, Literally. Both like here, like in the I'm community. In tears. Heartburn. My eyes are you like have heartburn? Okay, watering. Well, <laughs> well, I think like... <laughs> There's just so much that's been happening and like what happened to you guys are not listening to me. I am. I am. You said heartache. I, I I've experienced because of what you're saying. An achy heart. My achy breaking heart. <laughs> I've I had just don't think and understand. There's many points to what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I think um yes. similar to a crystal. Yes. With like the story that we the story that we just I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Because I love I'm what you're sorry. saying. Thank you. I'm ruining it. Yes. Um. With I think with like the story that we just read, and like your story that you were telling me about earlier, and then just everything. Like y'all, we survived this recent eclipse season, mm-hmm. and it was brutal. And I think it left a lot, and it took a lot with it. 
Mm-hmm. And rebirth. Yeah, I think this is just like growth. now is rebirth, reckoning, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even know it was all going to tie together. It all ties together. I feel, I feel I good. That. I feel better. I feel better too. I feel a lot better. I hope y'all feel better out there too. I yeah. Read, I read, um, I follow this person on Twitter and um, they were like, you know, you ha- you will be a completely different person after this eclipse season. We just finished the eclipse and then this last full moon that was in Pisces and they're like, you will be a completely different person. Like that's the point of eclipse season. Like who you were like three months ago. Oh, you have goosebumps. But like who mm. we were three months ago is not, we are not that same person in some yeah. way, shape or form. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. So I encourage everyone listening to think about their the past three months and the changes that they've been going through. Yeah. And that you've been going through. See if you can tie it all in. Oh, and if, if they have any like cool building points on what we've like said. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like share with us. Like oh, what yeah. happened with your regrowth and like Yeah. You know, what did Let's you build? Let's share a regrowth story. What yeah. did you build? Yeah. What did you what build you these done? three months? Like what's going on? Yeah. Send us your your happy or, you know, sad stories whatever yeah yeah we want to hear from you and for, like, we miss you <laughs> this is like delilah I know. <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> call me after hours at nine uh, and we'll talk about all the things that ail you <laughs> as i play smooth jazz in the background you are delilah oh, she's like this this song request comes from Mary in Stockbridge, Georgia. Yeah. It's it's always Stockbridge. And it's like it's like George Mary just wants you to know. Yeah. <laughs> She's thinking about you. She's thinking about you in this song. And whose bed for you. have your boots been under? Whose bed have your all right, everybody. <laughs> that took a turn. Anyways, for future guidance on like the eclipses and everything, definitely look up Chani Nicholas. Oh, um, we rely on yeah. Brittany and I rely on this person. Yeah, for she is amazing, guidance. super amazing, um, and the way that she interprets um, astrology and all of the planets ties them into like how we can be better with social justice is just like incredible and. Um, all of her horoscopes and everything and everything, even her like intentions that she makes for everybody is amazing. It's and definitely really cool. remember to pay her too. And Where, you can understand what the fuck she's saying, which I love. Yeah, super accessible. Where can you find this person? It's com. Spell it. C-H-A-N-I-N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S dot C-O-M. All right. There it is. ChinaNicholas.com. The World Wide Web. That's it. <laughs> You can Google it also. Yes. There is um, Google G O O. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Don't forget to submit your stories to hauntmepodcast.com. And really, we're just taking anything nowadays, so just send it in. Just send some shit. <laughs> Don't include that. But, but no, we are. I mean, uh, send us your ghost stories, your haunted stories. If your you have weird any cool crystal stories or like moments that like were really impactful for you on a level that you can't really explain. Clarifying moments. Clarifying moments. We'll have a clarifying moment um, segment. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Depending on who listens to this episode. We missed you guys. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. For all the new (laughs) listeners out there, don't forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher. And um, I'm trying to figure out Spotify. We'll get there one day. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Who's been? Have your boots been under? (laughs) All right. Goodbye.